Hello and welcome to 2024. And in this episode, I'm answering a question about sticking with your New Year plans. Welcome to episode 305 of the Working With podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. So 2024 is here, a new year with a lot of potential new opportunities and plans. The challenge you will face because we all face this challenge, is executing on all those ideas and plans you have for this year without a loss of enthusiasm or energy. And that will happen because no matter how well you have planned the year, things will not work out as you imagine. Some things will go exactly how you expect them to, but most will not. And that's the same for everyone. If you deliver all your plans and projects exactly as conceived, you are not ambitious enough to move forward. You're making things too easy. So, how do you avoid that loss of enthusiasm and energy that you will need to see you through the year? Well, that's the topic of this week's question. So let me hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for the question. This week's question comes from Kari. Kari asks, Hi Carl, every year I get excited about all the things I want to do. And when it gets to February or March, I lose all my enthusiasm because I haven't done anything I had planned to do. Do you have any advice on avoiding this? Hi Kari, thank you for your question and Happy New Year to you too. One thing I can tell you straight up is you are not alone. It turns out 92% of those who set New Year goals or resolutions have given up by the 16th of February. Only 8% managed to achieve some of their goals. This means we need to learn what those 8% do that is different from the 92%. The first thing I discovered about the 8% is they have no more than three goals for the year. And those three are very specific. For example, they may have a financial, a physical and perhaps a career goal. And that's it. Now, if we use these as an example, the financial goal is possibly the easiest. Imagine your financial goal is to save $5,000 this year. You can break that down into 12 months and send $417 per month to your savings account. On the 31st of December, you will have a little over $5,000 in it. On a task level, this is a 30-second task once a month where you send the $417 to your account. Now, if your finances are tight, you may have to review what you are spending money on and make some changes to what you spend, but the action to take is just 30 seconds per month. 
Physical goals can be a little more complex. Not everyone does exercise to lose weight. Some just want to improve their overall health. Others would like to challenge themselves physically by running a marathon or climbing a big mountain. However, whatever the purpose or what the goal is, physical goals mean you need to find time for regular exercise. The essence of the goal is to find the time and do the exercise, and that will almost certainly achieve your goal. The difficulty with these types of goals is the starting point. If you've not exercised for a number of years and are not in great shape, it is going to be hard. This is like pulling a large truck. The hardest part of pulling a truck is the start, when the rope you are attached to takes the strain to get the truck moving. It takes an inordinate amount of strength. However, once the truck begins to move, it gets easier and easier. Then the difficulty becomes stopping the truck. Starting an exercise program is the same thing. It's incredibly hard to begin with. The first session's never that bad until you wake up the following morning. When you step out of bed, your muscles scream out in pain and you'll wonder how on earth you'll be able to repeat your exercise again today. The thing is, getting fit and staying fit is the same. It's all about turning up and doing the exercise. But it doesn't have to be the same exercise each day. Jog one day, walk the next, then perhaps go for a swim or do some light weights in the gym on other days. Fitness is all about movement. So find time each day for movement. What I've discovered about fitness is that it's all about routine. It needs to be built into your day and the time of day you do it needs to work for you. Once it becomes a routine and you get through the first 14 days, it becomes much, much easier and that's rarely, and there's rarely any muscle soreness. And when you do get sore, you feel a sense of achievement because you know you had a good session the day before. What about career goals? This is likely to be the most complex of goals. There are likely to be multiple different parts to it. Skills acquisition, experience and time are all involved. So, finding out what skills you need to move up the corporate ladder would be one task. Arranging a meeting with your boss or HR to discuss your goal would be a first step. Once you know what you need to do, you can then formulate a plan to make it happen. If you need to go back to school, then you can research how best to do that. Then you will need to find the time to study. Again, like exercise, this needs to be scheduled. You won't achieve educational goals by winging it. You need to set aside dedicated time for studying. A number of my coaching clients have dedicated days for learning. Two of my clients use the weekends for studying and taking courses or have coaching sessions. Saturday mornings seem to be the most common time for this, but it will depend on your own schedule. 
Just one piece of advice here. Avoid Sunday nights. These are not the best times for studying. You'll be distracted by what you have to do next week and likely be tired from all your social activities. The thought of sitting down to study after an eventful weekend would be off-putting for most. Ultimately, if you want to successfully achieve your goals in 2024, then you will need to establish some habits and routines. This does not need to be overwhelming. You can do as much or as little as you feel capable of. For example, if you plan to read 25 books in 2024, that's one book every two weeks. If you spend an average of 45 minutes reading each day, you would easily accomplish that goal. This means the only question you need to answer is, when? When will you do your reading? Perhaps you could include this as part of your morning routine, or instead of watching TV late at night, you read a book. I will confess that in the last six months, I have spent far too much time watching TV in the evenings. In 2024, instead of watching TV, I will read. I have already prepared a comfortable corner to read. It's a place Louis, my little dog, likes to cuddle up to me in the evenings and I'm already looking forward to it. I will still watch TV. However, I have created a list of TV shows and YouTube videos to watch and I have allocated Saturday evenings to TV watching. If I find I have the urge to watch something, I will add it to the list and then on Saturday I can open the list and choose something to watch from that list. What about daily and weekly planning? This is something that will bring you so many rewards. Having a plan for the week is a no-brainer for me. I know what happens when I don't have a plan. The week goes south very quickly and then I am over, I'm in overwhelmed territory just trying to keep up with silly little things. When I have a plan for the week, I am much more focused. The right things get done and I have the mental space to deal with the unknowns and urgencies of others without losing focus. This is something I would recommend to everyone. Make it a habit in 2024 to do both the weekly and daily planning sessions. This one habit will do so much for you when it comes to achieving your goals in 2024. One thing I must stress though is to keep your list of goals as short as you can. Two or three goals is about the right number. Any more than that and you will be overwhelmed and unable to stay focused on what needs to be done. Remember, we are all a work in progress. You do not have to change everything in 12 months. Pick the two or three things that are most on your mind right now. I neglected my fitness in 2023 and regaining my fitness is my number one goal in 2024. Today, I will be heading out for a run, no matter what the weather is. It's the first day of the year and it's not about how well or far I run. It's about re-establishing the habit of exercising each day. Get the 1st of January in the bag and tomorrow I can do a few push-ups or go for a long walk. My goal in January is to do some form of exercise every day. I'm not worried about February right now. If I get through January having done exercise on 25 or more days... That's a result I will accept. It's not perfect, but it's 25 days of exercise. 
that's something to celebrate. I can then decide what I will do in February to maintain my momentum. And that's what setting and achieving goals is all about. You're not going to be perfect every day or week, but that does not mean you failed. It just means you had a bad day. You can pick it back up the next day or week. It's not what you achieve in one day. It's what you have accomplished over 365 days or 366 days this year. So there you go, Carrie. Keep your list of goals short. Look for habits and routines you can build so that the action you need to take becomes automatic. And remember, just because you had a bad day or week doesn't mean you failed. You can pick yourself up at any time and get moving again. Thank you for your question and thank you to you too for listening. It just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive 2024.